This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, March 3rd. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. Good morning, I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Key lawmaker airs GOP snap concern. FDA leader lays out plan and resilient beef worries lawmakers. Feinstead eyes snap waivers. The chairman of the House Agriculture Subcommittee that oversees SNAP is committed to keeping nutrition and farm programs together in a new farm bill. Representative Brad Fenstead, Republican of Minnesota, says in an interview with AgriPulse newsmakers, quote, We have to first and foremost make sure we're protecting and keeping the bill together in regards to keeping the nutrition title a part of the farm bill because that brings folks to the bill and to the table. Take note, a big question heading into the committee's farm bill debate is whether Republicans will try again to cut the cost of SNAP by tightening eligibility. Benstead said the committee needs to have a conversation about the waivers that states regularly get to the program's work requirements. The Trump administration tried to tighten the waiver process, but the plan was blocked in the courts and ultimately scrapped by the Biden administration. Newsmakers will be available today at agripulse.com. FDA leader defends food program. A senior FDA official who's playing a major role in reorganizing the agency's human foods program is pushing back against critics of the agency's recent record. It isn't as if this program has failed. It's that it's struggling against a lot of organizational obstacles that we think can be streamlined. The word of Janet Woodcock, FDA's principal deputy commissioner, during a stakeholder webinar on Wednesday hosted by the Alliance for a Stronger FDA. So what's next? Well, over the next several months, an implementation and change management group, Woodcock is leading, will determine how the different organizational changes should be done. One work stream will focus on mapping the budget of different components of the restructuring and shed additional light on how money is spent at FDA, which has been criticized for a lack of transparency. Another work stream will identify elements to pull into the integrated food safety system. Other work streams will focus on laboratories and inspection processes. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. Located in Washington, D.C., Watkinson Miller has been providing legal services to the agriculture industry for more than 30 years. The attorneys at Watkinson Miller possess a unique combination of knowledge, skills, and experience working with commodity boards and their partner organizations and the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Watkinson Miller is proud to serve the agriculture community by delivering top-quality legal services that achieve cost-effective results. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. EPA to get earful on E15 plan. The Biden administration should expect to receive a slew of messages from ethanol proponents as a result of its decision to wait until 2024 to make year-round E15 a permanent feature. In his State of the Industry address to the National Ethanol Conference Wednesday, Renewable Fuels Association CEO Jeff Cooper pointed to last year's grassroots lobbying effort to gain emergency waivers for the summer, 
which included photos on social media showing the price of E15 was in many places significantly lower than conventional gasoline. Cooper and Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds, who appeared at the conference yesterday, both said they would continue fighting to secure E15 for this summer. The bottom line is, if Congress or the administration fails to act before summer, consumers will lose access to the lowest-cost fuel right at a time when you're going to need it most, Cooper said. Lawmakers join NCBA in sounding alarm on Brazilian beef. Senator Steve Daines, a Montana Republican, is calling on the Biden administration to reimpose a ban on Brazilian beef in the wake of another case of BSE. I believe recent concerns with Brazil's food safety practices justify the immediate suspension of Brazil's fresh beef imports until USDA can ensure livestock producers that the Brazilian beef does not pose a risk to spread BSE or other potentially dangerous livestock diseases, Dane said in a letter to President Biden. In a separate letter to Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack, Representative Mary Miller, a Republican of Illinois, says Brazil has repeatedly failed to timely report BSE cases. Miller writes, quote, Brazil has already halted their beef exports to China, and I am concerned that Brazilian beef will be redirected to the U.S. market, where Brazilian beef imports have spiked in recent years. The National Cattlemen's Beef Association raised similar concerns in a letter earlier this week. EPA agrees to deadline for packing plant pollution standards. EPA would have to update water pollution control standards for slaughterhouses and animal rendering facilities by August 31, 2025, that under a proposed consent decree. The consent decree comes after nine environmental groups, including the Center for Biological Diversity, Food and Water Watch, and the Humane Society of the United States, filed a complaint against the EPA in December, accusing the agency of failing to adhere to statutory deadlines under the Clean Water Act. Under the proposed agreement, EPA would need to sign a notice of proposed rulemaking by December 13th. Well, here's today's He Said It. People will agree pretty much border to border all across this country that the farm bill that we have right now is a good starting point. So we have to really lean in and listen to where there are opportunities to tweak, massage the edges, and make this even more user-friendly for the farmers and those in rural area. That Representative Brad Finstead... Minnesota Republican on AgriPulse Newsmakers. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, March 3rd. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.